yo hey, yo hey. yo how's it going <laughs> dude it's really good really good really good hey i've got some exciting news what's that i just saw this is a international podcast day no it's not how what? appropriate is that i opened my anchor app and it said happy international podcast day so uh jared let me be uh, maybe the first and only to wish you a happy fellow podcast <laughs> yeah well back to you dude oh yes well and, uh, what and did you all, of our, and all of our yeah <laughs> i got you the pleasure or the privilege of joining in once again and being one of the one and only drew holcomb's <laughs> i don't know it sounded well, like i was you. like in charge of it but <laughs> yeah it was I, I kept waiting to see where that uh, journey was going to take us <laughs> uh, it i i knew it was derailing so i just i love it yeah i love it well uh it's fun to be one half of the curiosity dudes yeah dude okay totally random but not yeah. totally random for the listener don't you just love that intro soundtrack i really do I think it's kind of cool. <laughs> it's really upbeat. Yeah. It's really peppy. It's uh it's short. It's not too long-winded. I uh, I think it's really it's nice. Yeah, I really like it. And so Oh man. Okay, so I just don't know about my phone with I have notes and if I leave the app is something going to happen? Um well, there's only one way to find out. Usually, I feel like Apple is really good with multitasking like that. You know, like leaving it open in the background. Just give it a shot. Who cares? <laughs> we have to. If we have to restart this over, no one would be the wiser. Okay, you just let me know if you can't hear me. I will. I'm going to say the alphabet. The alphabet. The alphabet. <laughs> the alphabet. Can you still hear me? <laughs> I can. <laughs> okay, then multitask works. Okay. That was really funny. So, guys, if you're so... <laughs> I kept waiting for A, B, C, D, and you just said the <laughs> alphabet over and over again. That was clever. <laughs> oh, hang on a second. Hey, Drew, can you entertain our listeners for just like 10 seconds? Because I got to close my door and I got to... I'm, I'm sort of like plugged in with my phone. I would love to. So, listeners, Curiosity Dude Podcast. So glad you're here for another rip-roaring and exciting week of podcast conversation hope things are going well i want to take a moment to give you some exciting news and hopefully jared can hear this as well but he already knows uh we are officially live on facebook our face <laughs> i'm back our face <laughs> our facebook page is live and ready to go you can find us at curiosity dudes oh um, yeah twitter is still live that's been a thing for a while we have a gmail curiosity dudes all one word no hyphen curiositudes at gmail.com so reach out to us like our page send us a message and it's uh, it's getting real and so we are excited to uh slowly but surely expand on that um have more ways for you all to interact with us uh you could check out the merch um yeah just sort of a bit of slow rollout but uh but it's been really fun hearing feedback from some people that we we do know in real life that have been saying you know like some really positive things but excited to uh, meet some new some new uh, listeners that uh and new people new dudes i should say guy or girl because hey we're all dudes hey hey <laughs> yeah so find us on social media facebook twitter all that good stuff yeah so speaking of that um i did talk to someone his name is 
Kyle S. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and sounds like he a said, great guy. He just um supported us by buying the the shirt and he Whoa. and he told me he listens to us on the way to work. Awesome. Well, thanks Kyle. Yeah, thanks Kyle. And he, he dude, he just thinks we're hilarious. <laughs> well, that's good. That uh, hey, you know what? That that makes 3 of us cuz you know, I think you're funny and I think I'm funny, so <laughs> if Kyle thinks we're funny, then that's good. Yeah. <laughs> if there's a mirror, then, you know, it just uh, reflects back to us how funny we all are. There you go. We're all dudes. Hey. <laughs> and we're all a bunch of goofballs. <laughs> hey, and speaking of, uh, of merch, I saw on, uh, on Facebook that another uh, fellow listener, Brian B., uh, ordered a shirt and got his in. And he posted a picture rocking the we're all dudes, hey, shirt. And uh, Oh, yeah, did he so post it? Brian. He did. Well, thanks for the shout out and for the support. That's really awesome. He sent me a photo and um dude, it's it's really cool that people are are buying this. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, well, and it's just I, I don't have words. It's, like, it's yeah, it's fun. It's like we kind of thought we'd start this podcast in the first 10 episodes have like two listeners. Right. Well, we've had like 30 to 50 listeners so far. Like and every two episode, of those listeners would be you and me. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> I, this is the first time I didn't get to listen to all of the last one. Yeah, yeah. I I listened to probably about the first half of it before we started recording back yeah. on our normal schedule. But yeah, it was cool. So here we are trying the Anchor.fm app again. Yes. Um, just trying to see um, different miking situations. So. We just had a theory that the noise cancellation because we were on speakerphone was right. was just the only um, distracting thing. However, I was surprised like we could hear pretty well. It didn't just sound yeah, I, like a phone call, you know. No, I didn't think it was that bad. I, I I could tell last week that there was a there was a noticeable difference between our normal weeks. I could tell a slight difference, but I feel like like a minute or two in, it wasn't distracting. It was just like, oh, okay, it's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're doing the same thing again, but this time we're both wearing headphones. So it should be should should be be better, better, right? And I did a hack, and um, I have a gadget because I didn't. I only have the Xbox headphones. I can't find my normal Apple ones. I bet those would sound good. Mm. Oh yeah, like the the wired ones that everybody on TikTok uses. Yep, (laughs) those are cool. Yeah. But so I hooked up like the the video mic that I have with the mm-hmm. dead cat on top. Now for real, that's what it's actually called a dead I was cat. Say, what did that What did that poor cat ever do to you, man? Did you have to? <laughs> so if you ever see that's those awful. fuzzy things on top of mics that yeah. looks like cat fur, they're actually called dead cats. <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. That's um, kind of. It, it's good natured, I suppose. We, I apologize if anybody out there is a uh, cat lover. We are not. Yeah. Uh, well, you we apologize. Do I do the... not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we do not promote the uh, the herding of our feline friends. Maybe H E R D herding, but not the H U R T. Herding cats. I like it. <laughs> That's legit. So you got nope. a dead cat on your microphone. Yep. No cats were harmed in the making of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. 
Oh, that's good. Anyway, yeah, so I'm no. just using the video mic and I had an adapter and um, I did the voice memo, tried it, and I was like, hey, I think this actually sounds pretty good. So we'll hear it when we listen back in the car when this episode's going. Um, but it's not about the quality of our mics. It's about the quality of the content that's going on and just enough clarity for all of our listeners to enjoy it, you know? Yes. And if not too much distractions. Like, <laughs> yes, that would be ideal. I was going to say, if we ever sound like we're uh, talking through a payphone, that might be like a problem. Um, some of our listeners might not be old enough to have ever used a payphone. So, yeah, there you go. Have you ever <laughs> used a payphone? Like Dude, in your life? I actually never used one. Really? I was I was young enough to where I think there were only like a select few left and it was like, is that just there? Is it like out of commission? So I think oh, some of the right. ones I remember were out of commission. I don't even think I ever like put a quarter in one, but I pressed sure. the buttons on one, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's I, I remember as a kid, like I honestly I don't know if I ever legit used one, but I remember uh, it was always like a, a thing to uh, go by them and check the little coin slot to see if anybody had like left a quarter or something in there, you know, like they got some change and they oh, didn't pick dude. it up. So that was kind of like a, my I, only payphone reel. That's interesting. Like, do you do that at the arcade? Um, I, I have before. Yeah. I haven't been to a good arcade in a long time, but yes, I, yes. Same idea. Good, good call. Yeah. Dude, I used to go around and like, I would always check them because occasionally yeah. you would actually find one and you get to play a game for free. Yeah. But now you can't do that. Have you been to yeah. arcade lately? Not lately, but like, like in the last like five years, Dave and, yeah. Like Dave and Buster's or something like that. Sure. Where they, it's all like all card based. Yeah. Swipe a card. Yep. Exactly. Yep. So how do you feel about that? Like no tickets uh, come out either. It's all like added to your account. Does it lose some of the thrill? I, I don't love it, but it uh, at, the same, at the same time, though, I mean, it, it's exciting to win a ton of tickets. It does get a little cumbersome, you know, if you uh, have, you know, hundreds and hundreds of them that you're trying to, like, wheel around while you're still playing games <laughs> or, like, you know, like, if you in the old days, like, you have, like, a bucket of tokens and you're, like, trying to set it down. You hope nobody takes it while you're playing a game. So, in some ways, but, I mean, you know, I, I guess I don't feel super strongly one way or the other. I... I'm probably uh 50, 50, you know, like I, it, it wouldn't hurt my experience, but I, I think it's probably pretty practical just to load it up on a card. What about yeah. you, man? Where do you land on that? Mm, I think it does lose some excitement, but yeah, I don't know. Cause I'm a fan of digital, but then it's like, hmm, maybe, well, maybe the digital could like make it so they just set it. So a certain amount of tickets can come out. And it helps them with their cost not to have mm -hmm. to like send all that out there or like, sure. Um, I don't know. I think I would rather have tickets come out though or something. Seeing the tickets come out is exciting, especially like when they keep going and you're like, you know, especially yeah. like the younger you are, that, that, that part is really, Whoa, it was like a satisfying thing to see. It really was. Yes. What a, okay. Let's, I like this conversation. This is actually fun. So what is your, uh, what was your strategy at the prize counter? So let's say, uh, let's say just <laughs> for easy math, let's say you have a hundred tickets. Are you spending all 100 on one prize for like a hundred tickets? Are you getting two 
50 ticket prizes? Are you going for quantity? Are you going for four twenty fives or like 10 tens? What, what was your strategy? Were you like more is more or, or like the, you know, one decent prize? Uh, if I actually liked it, I would go for a one decent prize. But if I didn't like what I was seeing, then I would mm-hmm. rather have six little pieces of candy than sure. like one um one of those uh what are those paddle paddle ball things? Is it yeah, called a I paddle know what ball? You're talking about I that's what I would call it. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. The ball and the string and like yep. a little ping pong kind of paddle, and you can like yeah. you know bounce it. Yeah, hundred percent. I'd re- yeah those. But of course, I'm always eyeing the prizes way on the other side that require like a year of tickets. <laughs> Dude, no joke. Well, and hey, as an adult, that's where the cards come in handy because if you go to David Buster's or somewhere comparable and you know you play a bunch of games and it just loads onto your card, then you can just throw that in your wallet and then go back the next time and you can just sort of build, build from there, you know? That's true. Because yeah. with tokens and tickets and stuff, that, that was kind of... Kind of a rough deal as a kid, you know? I would just always wonder if, like, you know how on uh, hotel cards, they used to not have that magnet protection? Yes, they could deactivate. If, like, your credit card or something could uh, make you not be able to get into your room. Yeah, so I would wonder if the arcade, because you would think they would be really cheap. (laughs) Right, yeah. That they wouldn't have any sort of protection for it. (laughs) That's true. That, That is a good point. Yeah, I don't know. I never... I don't, I, I've never had that issue. I've always been, uh, I, I always leave there. Like, like I say always, like I go often, but I always leave when I used to with the mindset of, you know, just spend it all while I'm there. You know, if I won 50 Yeah, tickets, that's what I do. do that. I yeah, didn't really I mean, ever save. Yeah. I mean, especially now it's like, I don't know when I'm going to go back and you know, what, what would be the point? No, nothing in the prize room is that exciting. And of course, I think that's the thing too. When you get older, it's like, if I really want something, I'd rather just buy it instead of going through all this. Yeah. If know. that's the only reason you're doing it, because me and Rose yeah. agreed to that. But um, when we went with our kids, because mm-hmm. um, Lyric was just, she was just playing. She's five. Um, she, she was just playing the arcade. We were having a blast. And then yeah. we go and we buy this stuffed animal. This it was like a penguin, and it had a rip in the armpit. <laughs> it was oh, already yeah. yeah. So we traded it, and they gave us another one. But then we're like, man, this thing cost us like forty dollars of tickets, and we could have bought this for like two dollars at Target right. or Walmart. Um, oh yeah. So, but you can't think of it that way because. The arcade is about the experience. Yes. So it's like it didn't cost forty dollars for that penguin. Oh no. It cost you know, however much fun you had, it was like thirty dollars of that was just for experience playing games and having yeah. fun. If you had then, an hour of yeah, an hour of fun doing various games that yeah. you enjoyed. It was way worth it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so we started to think about it like that. Um but I do agree where, like, if you're only doing it because you want that prize and then you throw out your experience and having fun and you're not having fun, mm-hmm. right. then it's like, dude, just go out and buy it. <laughs> you might as well. Oh, 100%. Well, then it kind of becomes, honestly, it becomes kind of like gambling. You know, there's really a it lot is. of overlap between <laughs> the arcade and the casino. You know, if somebody's going to a casino. How is like, it different? 
well, I mean, the state, I, well, I guess the stakes are a lot lower. I guess, okay, so like a casino, you're playing for money. So you're probably way more upset when you're losing or not making money or getting tickets, you know, if you're making the comparison. And so I think a lot of people get caught up in like sinking more and more of their money. Like, oh man, I lost this. I need to, I need to roll, you know, just, just three more rolls and see if I can win my money back. Versus if you're at an arcade, you're probably not even necessarily thinking about the prizes until you're ready to take your tickets to the counter. Yeah. Most people, I don't know, maybe some people do and give themselves a goal, but yeah. um, it's interesting. It's kind of interesting. Like really arcades are very casino esque, but I would argue even as an adult, like I think going to an arcade would be a lot more fun than a casino. Cause I don't think the games at the casinos are necessarily that much fun to play. In my opinion, I think the fun is just the chance of winning some money, I guess. That's true. I think that's But in arcade, you're going to have a great time. And there's yeah. some some of the like satisfactory kind of feelings inside of it because there's those ones where it's like you put a coin in and then it could like be that last coin that tips over the tower of coins, you know, and the machine's always oh, pushing it. Yeah. Those are interesting, yeah. Cuz those have something like I don't know. The brain just wants to see it all tumble, you know? Yep. Yep. I'm oh, like, come man. on. I saw one on For TikTok real. and a guy got some. <laughs> yeah. So it does happen. Bring up. I, I, I almost was wondering based on the topic, if you ever get um, those in your algorithm, the people that like are really good at arcades and they kind of like walk you through how to like always get the jackpot on certain ones or like, Hey, I put $10 into this machine. Let's see what we can win. Like, do you ever watch those? Yeah, um, not a lot of them, but I have seen some lately. <laughs> there's been a yeah. couple sneak on my TikTok, and then there's one video that recently came out by Mark Rober. Do you know him? Not by name, but so, I, I hardly ever watch their name. I hardly ever pay attention to names on there. That's Maybe you've heard of one of the things he's done, though. Um, so he's like an engineer likes to he's on the inventor inventor side of things um okay. and he's a youtuber so he'll go and like do experiments like um he built like an obstacle obstacle course for squirrels <laughs> you know <laughs> and and videoed the whole thing and it's hilarious oh that's fun <laughs> the squirrels are trying to get to the nuts but and it's like can they learn these obstacles so they like fail at the first one and he gave them all names too <laughs> and, oh nice and it was some of the same squirrels coming back and then eventually they one of them like does make it to the end and they get smarter. They learn. Oh, cool. Uh, anyways, he, he made one with arcade and he was revealing some of the secrets. And then what he did, he it's, I think it's cheating, but he's, he kind of said that in the video, he's just trying to outsmart it. Mm -hmm. And he like brought in a backpack for the ski ball and it would like perfectly get the ski ball in there. And it's all like in his backpack. And it would oh, shoot weird. shoot out a ski ball and it would land perfectly in the hole. And then so he'd score a lot. And then so he he was like exposing some of the games of like how they work. Um, so like with his backpack trick, is, did he like figure out like the something to do with like the like the launch angle or something? To... Yeah, he did That's a lot of engineering math type stuff. Yep. You'd have um, to. Yeah. And then there's one that's like. A punch bag and he he tried to make something to help him punch faster oh I've, those those are cool we're like yeah 
Yeah, and he competed against this other guy that's like really strong, and he's he's a big guy, and then mm-hmm. um, he would win. But but then he goes on the inside. He's like, hey, look, there's a laser here, and this is really what's happening. It's detecting the motion here. So then he makes a device that just like zoom, just uh, I don't know. It's hard to describe, but it just uh, moves across the laser real quick. And he didn't even really do anything. <laughs> So, oh, so that punching bag game really doesn't have anything to do with strength necessarily. It's not strength; it's the speed of how it's moving across the laser. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. So he revealed some stuff, and it was very interesting. But he didn't do any claw machine stuff. Oh man, because I would like to know some of that. <laughs> Those things, dude. I, I mean, from what I know, I'm not an expert, but from what I know or gather is I feel like most of them, obviously you can adjust the strength of the claw. And I feel like they, they've got to be on some kind of system where like every 15th or whatever, like actually grabs it well. So that way I you bet. run the chance of people throwing more quarters in or like you're watching the person before you win. And so you're like, oh yeah, I could totally do that. But it's got to be on some kind of number like that. But the number couldn't be too high to where people wouldn't ever want to play it. But it can't be too low that they're getting rid of all their trinkets. So, yeah. I don't know. So, they, they set that. And they know the probability and the house will always win. Exactly oh, like 100%. in casinos. Like a casino, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he also revealed that one. You know that, that one that um, it lights up around in a circle and you got to hit the button right when it's coming yes, to you yeah. and then you got to get it in between and you can win the I watched yeah I watched one of those uh, arcade TikTok guys um he like had somehow figured it out and he like you know kept getting jackpot after jackpot it was pretty uh, pretty interesting Well he revealed on this one I wonder if that guy was I don't know some of those guys do lie by the way so oh, they'll, really? they'll say it's a hack or a cheat code and, and it's they're actually just doing that for views and being funny oh, dang and it. trolling. <laughs> <laughs> so you n- you never really know. That's uh, true. At least for him, he seemed more realistic. And he said on that machine, it's they actually type in how many times do they want a jackpot given away that day. So oh, it's okay. very controlled. They'll only sure. allow two. So you could hit it right on, but it's just not going to light up. And it's always going to go to the next yeah. one. He built oh, like a machine sure. to do it exactly, and it wouldn't do it. So, and then, yeah, he found that out because the, the owner talked to him. It makes good sense because it's like, you know, you got to figure out if you give away or it, in a slot machine in a casino or in an arcade, you got to figure out like if, uh, how how much money needs to go into that machine for it to be cost effective for a jackpot to pay all that out or, you know, buy a prize at an arcade or physically hand out the money. Of course, where a casino gets you, though, is like when it hands out all that money, people are likely to, over time, put that money right back in because they want to, you know, get yeah. high again. Because so, you could, so okay, if you lost half your money mm-hmm. and then you doubled that money that you had left and you made your money back mm-hmm. you're going to be on a high and you're not going to leave on a, a win streak you're going to be right. like oh i feel good right i just doubled this so now what if i double what i have and then you just that's it just keeps going 
I think if it's you like, did, yeah. I don't know if I'm in the minority here, but I feel like if you went to a casino with the mindset of an arcade where you're just going for an experience, mm -hmm. you, you actually are disciplined to where you're only having a certain budget and you never mm -hmm. go past that budget. So even if you lost all of it, because you're willing to lose all of it, mm -hmm. that you still just had fun and you had a good right. experience playing games. Um, some people are very paper-esque, I guess, and they'll go, yeah, if you have fun losing your money, go ahead. <laughs> well, right. But I, is, I really but, love I the mean, experience and all that. So yeah, it's like... you do. Yeah, I, I don't... I'm not a big gambler. I just, thankfully, I've, I've never, never done really it, but I wonder about that. It. But, I mean, it, it's definitely... It is definitely a mindset. So I actually do have a good story that kind of goes along with this. So All right. What's that? Back in 2010, I went to Las Vegas for the very first time with uh, a really good buddy of mine um, and his sister and his sister's husband. So uh, it was like the four of us just hanging out. And uh, so the three of us guys went out and uh, played craps at the uh at the uh, casino and if you don't know what craps is it's the uh the dice game if you ever see like in movies and stuff you know like big money big money and someone rolls the dice and everybody either cheers or and is that the whatever. one that spins no that's roulette oh yeah um so craps <laughs> is craps is two dice there's like somebody at the head of the table that shoots the shoots the dice down to the other end and there, there's like a ton of rules and there's a ton of ways you can bet on it and uh, it's a very fun like communal game like where strangers are all kind of like rooting for each other because whoever's rolling the dice can win money not only for themselves but for the whole table but then consequently the person rolling the dice can lose it for everybody and uh, it's a fun game and uh, so the three of us are playing and I you know I do not have like my full-time career job yet I am like just subbing and so I'm not making a ton of money and so I think for the trip, I budgeted like $200 for gambling. I was like, you know what? I'll play 200 and if I lose it, I'll be okay. So anyway, we're playing, right? And I go through my $200 within an hour. And my, my buddies aren't out yet. And the table's just starting to heat up. And they're like, dude, you're going to want to be in on this. And I was like, yeah, you're right. So I go to the ATM and I take out another $100. And I lose it within the next 30 minutes. And I'm like, and they're like, man, like I just have, they, they both are telling me like, man, I got this feeling it's going to heat up. And I was like, dude, guys, I'm out 300. If I lose another one, like it's going to be like a, a bad month for me. You know, like I'm not, I'm barely making anything, you know, between, uh, I think I was subbing and working at Walmart. I mean, it wasn't like I was in dire straits, but like, it, it doesn't feel good ever. I don't think to like lose $400 on basically nothing. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm going back to bed and you guys have fun. So I go up to our room, all this good stuff. My buddies come in at like three in the morning. They're so loud. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what's going on guys? And they go, they go, Drew, you'll never guess it, man. You got off the table and the next guy that rolled after you, man, he just kept hitting and hitting and hitting. We all won like $900. And I was like, oh, oh my goodness. Be kidding me. <laughs> I, I contend that if I would have gotten another $100 out, the losing would have continued. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think it's one of those things. Like, I just, I don't think there was ever it's a scenario. Kind of a, in, a butterfly in effect, too. Because if you, yeah, yes. the multiverse, you could have 
changed one little thing, that means yeah. the dice could have been different. For real. The I, air I, in the I room just, was I, different. <laughs> so. Yeah, and no joke, dude. Like, I, I like, and maybe I'm just telling myself that so I don't feel as Yeah, bad, that's why I'm but... telling you that, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, it's like, and that's the other thing, too, is like with gambling and stuff. The reason I really don't like it is, is there's so many of those what ifs. And there's so many scenarios that like things that are really completely beyond your control of like, yeah, like once in a while, something cool will go your way, have an awesome story. But then like just as equally, like you've wasted like more money than you wanted to spend. And even the money that you budget for yourself, like I budgeted 200, like that didn't feel great for that to be gone like in an hour. Like, even though like I mentally Uh was like, yeah, I'm okay with that. Like, it just didn't, the fun didn't last long enough. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's a good point because like if you're doing it for the experience, but the experience is really short, Mm -hmm. man. Yeah. It was, it was a bummer. So I, if nothing else, like, honestly, I think I'm pretty glad that it went the way it did because I feel like if I would have won big or even won enough, it would have kept me coming back. And I don't know that I would want to be somebody that gambles with any sort of frequency, not looking down on people that go and have fun and all that stuff. But I just know for me, like, I don't know. It was like a good lesson to learn in my early twenties. Like, Hey, gambling, losing doesn't feel good. Maybe, uh, maybe don't make this something you do a whole lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. So have you ever done it? Have you ever, no, casinos or anything? no, no, and I know I would probably be a little like that too. And so, um, I've done some digital stuff, but it uh-huh. it's not like you know, I don't know, it was, it was different. So, I would like to go to a casino, but set it up with a group of friends. Mm-hmm. and so the fun part is that we're all competing against each other rather than like the casino okay and then and how um, would you do that well it's like we're all going in with this amount of money whoever comes out with the most wins That's and amazing. then okay so you know a lot of people could come out with zero dollars and you're right. not like we we would all have to like keep accountability and we're not pulling out more money oh right so, um, yeah, that would just have to be like blood. signed in blood. Yep. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you know, it's, it's tempting, you know, so. Well, it is. And well, and the other thing is too, what my, what I would think is, is like, uh, you would have to commit that you have to play. Cause what if somebody just walked around the whole time and say it was like really low stakes, like 20 bucks a person and whoever came out with the most, what if somebody just like, uh, hung on to their 20 all night, basically betting that all their friends were going to lose. Hey, you could do it like tournament style too. So you could do lower increments. Like you start with 20, whoever wins the $20 round, you know, wins this bracket and then Uh, you move on again. And whoever wins that $20, you know, and you just start adding up the wins or like, all right, now you're facing these people. You guys have been eliminated. And, uh, there could also be another $20 that you guys all pulled together. So whoever wins your game wins actual money, like hmm. guaranteed. I don't know. Yeah. I just I just uh, get curious and, and wonder about ways to make it fun. But then again, you could go and do that at an arcade. Whoever comes back with right. the most like tickets is going to win. Um, and we could do that, that with like DraftKings too. But... <laughs> 
I think on honestly, like apples to apples, I think the arcade sounds way more fun every time. Like for me, like a good game of skee ball and just all those other like games are way more fun than like blackjack or craps or roulette. I mean, that's just my opinion. Like I would much rather go to Dave and Buster's than Caesar's yeah. Palace. <laughs> that's just me. Or what if the winner of the tournament wins all the winnings? <laughs> so the second place oh, guy, geez. he could have like won more money, but he like won less rounds. And so he has to give it all. <laughs> oh yeah. I, it'd probably be hard to be <laughs> it would be it'd be, be a fun really experiment hard. though. Just to see. No, I, I like the idea of it for sure. Like it's it's up in the ante and it's like a fun yeah. social kind of thing. Also we'd um, have to go on the like the King Crab night. That's oh, really what dude. it is. And that's the best part of a it's casino, the food. man. It it well and it's like it's the food and it's all the extra stuff. So, like, have you ever been to Las Vegas? Not Las Vegas, nope. Oh, man. So I've only like, been to honestly... a casino twice, and it was uh-huh. not in the casino. It was like we went to the uh-huh. buffet area for those king crabs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what was the, the point. You just reminded me kind of the point. Like, I love Las Vegas. I think it's such a fun place to go i mean like literally like especially at night like all the lights it's bright it's there's just man there's so much to see and do and you're walking and there's like amazing food and it's just like it's non-stop and i don't even really i mean i don't like gambling so like i don't the last two times i've gone i haven't spent a dime at a casino but i just have so much fun it's just a neat neat place to walk around and just see the sights but um, but yeah, man. Oh, the best part of a casino is all the stuff that's not gambling. Like like mm. you said, dude. Yeah, dude. Go for the food, man. Just all the options and stuff. And um, yeah, I that's that's the way I'd like to do it. Were there cool. cool shows out there? There are, dude. I've I've never done one yet though. They're kind of they're kind of pricey and stuff. Um, kind of a bucket list for me is a uh, Penn and Teller, the magic oh, show. Oh, dude. The, and they're I love funny. Them. Like I like them too. I like them a lot. So they had this um, show that I bought on Amazon. Yeah. Um, and it like had this magician in there that I always liked. Um, he, it was it was a magician contest. Okay. And then uh, they were the judges, and they would oh, review it. And it was like Penn and Teller fool us. No, it was. It wasn't fool us. No, it was like Wizard Wars. That's what. Yep, it was called Wizard Wars. Oh yeah, that was on Sci-Fi Channel back in the day. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Wizard... It was... Yep. Yeah, Wizard Wars. That's where they. Uh, uh, was it? They they like made tricks, didn't they? Yep. They had to make up their tricks based on what was yeah. like around the room, and the, everyone had the same three items or whatever. So it's like chopped or something, but for um, instead of food, it's for magic tricks. Yeah, that show's awesome. Yeah, that was cool. It was almost like your idea on the last couple podcasts or whatever the the video yeah Yeah, directors and stuff (laughs) but there's there's just a guy on there and i was i was wondering like how well he did because i always thought his magic was really good uh he's like a street magician his name was justin flom and okay now okay so it's kind of weird because now all he does is those clickbait videos that you go to or but it's okay it's not even clickbait it's like it's those long drawn out teaser videos yeah. so you start watching you're like this is interesting i wonder what's you know in this uh mm-hmm. safe or you know something 
and then they're doing it for like 30 minutes oh, or 40 geez. or 50. So anytime I run into something on Facebook or sometimes even TikTok, if I get the feeling that this is going to be a long and drawn out video, I yep. just skip to the end just to like yep. figure out what it was and what it's all about. Dude, <laughs> and then if I miss I something, I'll either. rewind a little, yeah. you know, but yeah, I've caught like, some... oh, crap, this is actually good. <laughs> I've caught some people watching that and, um, watching something like that. And I was like, guys, you're going to be here for a long time. You should see how <laughs> long this is going to go. I bet this is 15 minutes at least. And they checked it. And it was like 40 minutes. I'm like, dude, you guys are going to wait that long. They're just teasing you. They would, they just want your minutes. That is so brutal. So it was kind of, yeah, kind of sad. It became that. Cause you know, in one way I kind of get it. It feels like you're trolling people, but then it's like, dude, that's really precious time. You're actually wasting. Are they trolling though, or is it like all be like I've, especially on YouTube and stuff? Like the little banner ad comes up that you click out, and then it's like the skip ad in five seconds. Like that's like the more they put in there is like more money, right? So like if if you're super invested, you know, is it all is it all? Are they trying to troll you, or is it all like to maximize the monetization? I don't know. The way it feels yeah, is that either. they're trolling and manipulating us, and so that's yeah, why I don't like good. it. Um, but it was on Facebook, so oh, I, I know they I know they have ads, but I don't remember ads coming up in the middle of it and stuff. Yeah, that's that's too much, man. I most of the magician stuff I run into on there on like Facebook and places like that are the ones where it's like, uh, you know, uh, think of this and uh, pick one of the pictures on here and tap the screen twice to lock it in which that cracks oh, me up yeah. they're just trying to get you to like their video. Oh, right, that's right. pretty clever. Tap it, it twice to lock it in. But, uh, and then it's always kind of funny because usually they like whatever, whatever you're thinking is usually what they end up putting on there. Like those tricks are always kind of interesting. And then Dude, I want to know how those work. How they got that. The <sighs> prediction, the, the prediction tricks. Uh-huh. It's so popular. Someone please, like you don't even have to reveal all the tricks, just like a basic understanding of how those predictions, like name predictions, um, they have it written on the back of a card. Um, mm-hmm. I I started doing a magic course for like one week. <laughs> oh, really? That's yeah. interesting. And so I learned some things of like there's deception. There's like the the whole fake swap. Like you you fake that you put it in your other hand, but you actually didn't. Um, right. So. I what? think of those techniques, but why did it only last a week? Why didn't you uh, stick with it? I uh, just it wasn't all my thing. I'm I'm fascinated by it, but I just couldn't practice yeah. it, you know, as a main you, thing. You weren't like uh as it was, passionate about it. It was you and guitar. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it, dude. Yeah, that's why I was yeah. Yeah, and plus yeah. it's like too, it's like magic's one of those weird things where it's like it's cool and it's fascinating. But it doesn't have that effect that like learning an instrument would have where it's like, you know, you could play an instrument really well. People are like, yeah, man, that's awesome. And you have like a lot of opportunities with magic. It's like, hey, do you want to see a trick? And it's like, uh, not really. You want to see like, a magic trick? <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of like it, it's it's still a little socially like not weird or not awkward necessarily. It is really cool. But dude, OK, I don't know. But there's this one guy. On a Netflix original show, have you seen it called Magic for Humans? 
Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that that came out kind of like a like a few years ago, right? I well, it's, I think it's, like it's a been seasons or something. Yeah, there's like three seasons, and yeah, the the latest season came out like two years ago. I want them to do another one, but yeah, I feel dude, like I watched this guy's my new favorite. For sure. What's his name? Or if you sorry, if you don't yeah, what remember. is his name? I can't, I can't remember either, but it's a cool show. Yes, I've seen it. He's Man, real. that's a shame. I should know his name man on the street kind of I would recognize it if someone said it but yeah I think the reason I like him a lot is because he like plays on our humanity a lot and he tells jokes mm-hmm. with it so it's like a he's a comedian magician yeah and the show is hilarious and it and then it reveals certain human behavioral aspects about us oh yeah so it's like all up my alley <laughs> well and that and that's what is cool about magic too and even like the predicting stuff is it's so like psychologically based. Like I've, I've heard people explain how the predictions usually work. Like when like the magicians are like mind reading and it's so much like psychologically based, like, Oh, you're more likely to be attracted to this color. So you were more likely to pick this. And um, you know, like if you think of an, like a lot of them is like, you know, think of an animal that starts with an E well, like, if you think really think about animals that starts with an E, like nine times out of 10, especially when you're thinking quickly, elephant, right? I mean, and then it's like something about like, uh, I don't know, something that starts with the last letter of that animal. Yeah. Something that starts with a T. So it's like they they basically like guide you. Yeah, some of those are just math. To go. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like- It's probability. Well, it, that big idea of like the illusion of choice is oh, so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you make somebody feel like they're making the decision, dude, it works with kids all the time. So like a, a really good one, you know, with your kids or whatever, you know, it could be like, Hey, um, do you want uh, 10 minutes to get your room cleaned up? Or do you want 15? If you get it cleaned up in 10, you get two pieces of candy, but if it takes 15, you only get one. Oh, dang, dang. You know? And it's <laughs> like, you give them the choice, you know, or, or even like, hey, do you want to clean up your room now or do you want to clean it up later? If you wait till later, you're going to miss out on the last uh, 20 minutes of, you know, before bedtime, which means you're not going to get to watch that a couple episodes of Bluey, you know, or like you just like kind of like guide them through that. But you're giving them the choice is always so much more powerful than, hey, stop what you're doing. Do this now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's so true. I think magic works that way a lot, or like, or like those uh, kind of like mind reading deals or whatever, because they make they make us think that we're choosing. You know, like pick a card, any card. You know, or are you sure you want that one, or are you sure you don't want to switch it back? Well, they've already like palmed the card and they've already like tucked it away, and you didn't see it, and it's fascinating, dude. I I, I think it's super cool. Yeah. But it, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> switching gears (laughs) (laughs) so i'm curious do you think we could send anybody an invite right now to join us if they would answer and talk do you think that's a good question do you think there's anybody out there a surprise guest a surprise do you have the option to no, on my screen it just says finish recording. It's a big X. Do you have the option? What about on the yours? top right? I have nothing, dude, because okay. you invited me. So I have it, so but it, it would be the same cool. link. So you would just like copy from your text that I sent you. 
Oh, okay. So you can do um, that, I'm but do you think? Can I'm you trying think? To think? I'm I'm looking at the time we're recording, and it's like I'm just nine thirty. Sure. So yeah, I, you know. But I mean, you know, if if they don't join, they don't join. That's you know, true. It's up to them. Uh, I mean, should we try Brandon? We could. I was gonna say I would. I would think maybe giving more of a heads up would be uh, but this more is fun. ideal. All right, go for it, dude. I don't care. Let's just see. Let's just see. We can at least say uh, like their reaction, um, on on this podcast here. If they like make a text back, let's do it. Do it, and then if if he pops on, that's great. And even if it's just pop on to like formally invite for like next week or something. Okay. I'm down. Let's be spon- okay. spontaneous. Yeah. And then if he does come on, what's one question we're going to ask him? Um, let's, let's, uh, let's, t- let's continue the conversation about magic. I don't know. Okay. Or magic or, or, or arcade. What do you think of magic, arcade, or gambling? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Let's do it. I sent him a text. It sounds like All I right. said cinnamon text. A cinnamon text. That sounds delicious. <laughs> Oh man! Speaking of cinnamon, this jogged a, a thought. Do you know that that Lizzo song, the the one that's like the all day, all night. It's about dang time. That song. Do you know oh that one? yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. In a minute, I'm a muse. Yeah. Okay. So cinnamon part, roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, our our mutual friend uh, Carrie from uh, from our church. She said that's what her kids sing. They go, in a minute, I'm going to need a cinnamon roll in my belly to fill me up. <laughs> so we've taught that to our kids. Dude, and, that's uh, always that's always real fun. Are there any, like, miss her lyrics that you've ever, that you oh know about? Gosh. Or, like... So, dude, I am the worst, the worst at lyrics. But one more thought on that song. Um, the other fun thing is our oldest, uh, his name is Graham. So anytime that song comes on in the car, we always sing, it's about Graham time. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> and it's fun just to make it a little more, a little more kid friendly. But um, dude, I, dude, I have always been awful at like hearing lyrics. Again, why I'm team subtitles. If I can read it, I know what's happening. Um, but uh, yeah. And, and Holly is like the opposite. Like she can hear a song twice and like sing it word for word. Really? And like remember it. It's like pretty crazy, dude. I'm like, how do you know the words to all these songs? Like, I don't know. Have what, you like heard this before? Oh, like a couple times. Like, what, what do heck? you hear in the song? Like that stays with you? Dude, I don't know. I so my issue is the volume of hearing things, not a problem. But like just sounding mumbled or like uh or just, I think my brain connects the dots in like a weird way sometimes to where it's like, my brain is like, okay, the sounds you heard kind of sounded like this. Logically, they must be saying that, but it's not. Or it's just, I don't yeah. know, dude. What about you? Are you are you pretty good with, with that stuff? Or <laughs> you suffer from that as oh, well? Excuse me. Uh, I suffer from that as well. <laughs> I don't know any examples right now, but just sometimes I'm like, did they say this? Right. What is this a dirty song? And like, I thought they were saying <laughs> something like, re- like real something we won't say on the podcast kind of thing. Sure. Because uh, yeah. you could be listening with kids around. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I'm like, I don't think we should be listening to this. Or I hear Lyric listening to something because she has a Google Home and 
Uh-huh. Yeah, sometimes it'll just play popular songs. I'm like, what is this song? And then I think it says something really dirty, but it's actually not. And it, I just misheard something. Right. And that's so easy to do. I mean, yeah, I, it's weird, man. It's, uh, I, I, I wish, like, I don't know. It's gotta be some, I don't know what the thing is. It's not like a, like losing hearing, but it's just like the processing or something. I, uh, struggle with quite a bit but yeah i'll i mean i'll old. i can listen to a song once and then like know how the beat and how the music goes how the melody goes sure um a bit a bit about the harmony a little bit too and mm-hmm. that all stays with me but if you go mm, i really love the lyrics to the song i'll be like oh huh? yeah um, the melody was good <laughs> <laughs> well yeah because so, i mean it's so like most pop music so predictable like ultimately, yeah. you know, or music in general. I mean, different styles, you know, and and just formulas, you know. Like, uh, it's pretty easy to kind of most of the time. I'm not going to pretend that, like, you know. But yeah, that that's a yeah. The more you're around it, you know. The there's nothing new under the sun, as they say. But, right. I mean, um, nothing like new, new, because everything's kind of recycled. But you right. are the only you. So if you mm-hmm. think something then that's the first time you've ever thought something in that point in time. So that's new, right? <laughs> uh, if my calculations are correct, yes, I think, I think you nailed it. <laughs> I think you nailed it. That is interesting. Like, uh, I, you know, like the idea of um, you can copyright a song, but you can't copyright chord progressions, you know, because if you could have, like if somebody could copyright chord progressions, like there'd be like, no new music ever right because that would just be like everything everything's been done right but uh it is kind of interesting that that fine line if you will um yeah you know and is it it's honestly kind of fascinating with how long music has been you know popular like you know since we've started recording and listening to music it's pretty wild that there's still new melodies that there's still new like topics to sing about and lyrics and stuff isn't it kind of i don't know don't, wouldn't you think like everyone kind of run out of some stuff to sing about and uh and ways to do it and instrumentations like you think at some point we would just uh, be like oh yeah there's nothing new i don't yeah um i don't think everything's ever totally exactly the same uh-huh so there's never a hundred percent so it's always different at like some percentage level. That's what I think right. always because it's just, it has to be. So, but I think you're right for like the core of it that it's going to eventually come back around, sound like something. You could write a song and then later you find out there was a song 50 years ago that was recorded and it sounded just like that. Oh, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the there was actually thought kind of deal, right? So, but then you just go, well, I didn't intentionally do this, <laughs> right? As long as it's not like super, super close, and it's like someone that's still alive, and they're like a super big pop singer, and they're not going to sue you. <laughs> well, right, yeah, for real. Have you ever heard the idea of, uh, and I might be butchering it, but the spirit of it's the same have you ever heard the idea that like if you put 
like I don't know if it's an infinite amount of monkeys in a room with an infinite amount of typewriters that eventually and gave them an infinite amount of time that eventually they would uh, be able to type the complete works of Shakespeare like in order or whatever just by like the probability of it have you ever heard like that idea before no Oh, yeah. It's like it's kind of one of those things like, you know, like the probability of it, you know, like eventually the the keystrokes that they would make, you know, just purely by accident. Right. So just monkeys, you know, with typewriters or whatever. But eventually that would happen. I think that's kind of fascinating. You know, like I don't know if I agree with that. (laughs) Well, I think where the infinite comes in, like because obviously it's not realistic but yeah at some point it should happen i guess right when you know if there's infinite possibilities i get the thinking behind it multiverse kind of thing you could i i think you could get like a portion of it but i i still don't think like a hundred percent of it would ever actually be the same not all hundred percent of it like even if it was like even if it's like a, a word or like a period or a comma or something yeah, like one little part would be different. That'd be wild. What if the, what if like one of the monkeys like typed up Romeo and Juliet, but like just like mixed up a letter and it was like Reneo or something? <laughs> that suck. You got so close <laughs> so far. <laughs> Remeo <Yeah>. or Remeo? <laughs> Dang it. We were Re- close. Remeo book. <laughs> yeah, Remio book. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I love it. But that that idea makes me think of like the music thing. I guess it's it like, depends how long it is though. Now I'm thinking about it cuz it's like the shorter the song, the more likely uh, it would be sure like replicated you know, in that scenario. I mean, just like the limited number of keys that you could play in which i mean granted there's a lot with all the majors and minors and the sharps and flats like i I do get that but relatively speaking a limited amount of keys um, a limited amount of chord progressions at least what is acceptable pop music wise i mean if you really think about like the instruments that make up most pop music i mean uh electric guitar and electric bass and drum set a keyboard uh, maybe an acoustic guitar, um, you know, like just uh, the different sounds, you know, like you would just think that like eventually, you know, you just run out of stuff to sing about. You'd run out of stuff to talk about. You'd run out of ways to make a, a, a different song. But I also think that part of that is like, do you ever have this happen where a song starts and maybe you're not 100% familiar with it, but you, you think it's something different? And so you start singing along with the song you think it is, but it's actually a completely different song that you also know. Yeah. It's like, oh, uh-huh. yeah. I kind of love when that happens. Like, oh, wait, this song matches perfectly <laughs> with this song. Yeah. And it's kind of fun to see how long you could take it. Like, if it goes through the verse and the chorus, like, that's always really cool. But, and I, of course, I, I do that in my brain. Example. Yeah. <laughs> like, when I have a song in my head that's stuck, uh-huh. it merges like seamlessly into a different song yes like that's awesome oh um let's see i'm gonna try this i don't i don't know if i can do it correctly on the spot but it's like the lord of the rings theme would like become something else Uh um oh it'd be like jurassic park 
Oh, okay. Da, 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 yeah. Da, da. Like that Jurassic Park. I, I can't even tell you what the Lord of the Rings is off the top of my head. I know Jurassic Park. And then and then uh, a lot would uh, come back into like Star Wars. <laughs> so there's like some pretty good medleys going on up there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm not I'm not getting there. Everything it's going to take a while. Sounds really familiar. That's really good. I had a good one on Sunday. I uh, I always confuse um, Lauren Daigle and Adele. To me, they just oh, sound like the same person. The same style and their now. music, yeah, and their music sounds exactly the same. Yeah. So I thought somebody was playing Adele, and I made a joke. I was like, "Oh man, I love Lauren Daigle," <laughs> and it really was a Lauren Daigle song. So I just sounded like an idiot because <laughs> I thought I was being funny and clever, but I really wasn't. But uh, oh, I, I heard one, and I was like man, I really like the groove to this song. What is this? Who is this? And then it was, they're like, um, this is Toto, or wait, who's the who's the group that sings uh, Africa? You're right, Toto, yeah. Toto, yeah. They're like, this is Toto. I was like, oh, I've only listened to the Africa song. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It was like, it sounded like a newer production. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so I love older sounds, but when it's like a newer production. So I think that just yeah. that just got me. A great example of that, but it's funny because it actually is an older song. But uh, the Kate Bush uh, from Stranger Things, oh, the yeah. deal, the deal with God. It's so funny because like it, it plays on like modern radio, and it sounds like it could be like a 2022 song, you know. But it was actually like out in the 80s. It's just kind of weird how like that kind of style synthy electronic is, you know still relevant all these years later like it definitely wasn't cool for a long time but it actually fits really well and people are enjoying that song yeah do you have a favorite genre of music mm. y- yes but it kind of changes so like um i would say my hmm i like kind of like pop punk if that makes sense so it's like kind of the punk rock drums like the really fast and guitars which aren't too heavy but they're there and uh you know so i guess like blink 182 is probably like a good example of that um that's probably my ultimate favorite just because it's really fun and upbeat and i really love the drums and uh, all that stuff but it's also it like a few episodes ago it's very nostalgic it's the music that i that was popular and i really enjoyed in high school and uh and so i don't know it's just easy to like go back to like you know, oh man, I listened to this CD when I first started driving and, you know, I'd pop the CD in and blast it with the windows down and it just, so it like kind of invokes like a lot of those feelings and stuff. But yeah, I don't know. That's probably like something that I'll never get tired of, but it's not like what I listen to only, if that makes sense. Right. But yeah. What about you? What's your go-to? Um, so I'll do, I, okay. I'm just going to say, I don't think that worship music is a genre. So it kind of feels like it, but I I, I agree. But it it's, it's not a genre. It's it shouldn't be like a genre. It, it should be. It shouldn't. It should be like what it sounds like it is, because that's mm-hmm. what the genre means. Sure. But then, but then it could be like a sub topic or genre of it being Christian 
or worship mm-hmm. because of the lyrics or something. So I could understand that side of it. Right. But anyways, that is my go-to. I'm just trying to think like, what would that genre be? Cause it's like cold play, right. cold play comes kind of close because it's like all uh-huh. delayed guitars, you know? Okay. Um, well, yeah, because I'm just thinking, like, Hillsong, like, what would I call them if I didn't call them worship? Like, what is that style? It's not really rock, but it's not necessarily pop. It's not, it's, what would you call it? Like, <laughs> I don't adult know. contemporary? Like, it's, because it's not, it's not hard, like, hard rock. And some people like but, to sound a little more country, but then they're, they're called worship, and it's like, dude, just call it country. I don't yeah, know. but I mean, I get it because you want to like, yeah. you want to put it in those, a um, box. those boxes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I I, think I, I could too. I could debate myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like in the early episodes, like now I'm gonna date myself for a minute. <laughs> I'm gonna debate myself. Yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, no, like it, it is really interesting because like, what would you call it? And then, well, I mean, ultimately, I guess it doesn't matter because I think the idea with, I think the idea and the reason that, you you know, you would lump that in or just call it worship music is because more, it's music with a purpose. And the purpose is pretty much not to entertain, which pretty much all other music is. That's true. If that makes sense. Like you can like it and enjoy it and be entertained by it because it's pleasing to listen to. And all that stuff, but it's like it's just a different purpose than Coldplay or yeah, I don't know, it's like Blink One Eighty Two or whatever. It's like a ballad, sometimes slow mm-hmm. rock, maybe uh, not like slow jam, but like maybe like slow right. rock. Uh, sometimes maybe it's a mixture, and that's why. If it was a love song, and like, or if, if there was a band that sounded a hundred percent like Hillsong or Elevation, or insert your favorite worship band, um, but they just sang generic love songs, or they just sang about, I don't know, just normal stuff, and it wasn't worship. Would you still like it? Would you still listen to it? If I liked it, yeah. <laughs> well, right. But, but I think uh, a lot of it, it I don't know. That's, I mean, that's a good question. I mean, I you know, for me personally, like I don't think, I would seek it out, but it just, it's weird. It's, it, it's such, um, I don't know. I, I guess the but way I, I know other, it is it, there's hardly any other like songs that will be a ballad and then build up. They sometimes do it, right. but it's like, it can start out kind of mellow, but I, I don't like it to be too slow. I always like right. this medium ground to fast sure. ground. Cause I do like the celebration type stuff where it's like, mm-hmm. um, if anybody knows this band, Ren Collective, or like someone like them, where they're, it, it's almost folky, and they're very they're um, like Mumford and Sons. They remind a, me a lot of them. Kind, yeah, they did at first, and then, but now they're like folk pop, you know. Oh, okay, so they're different now. But it just it just kind of changes because they're experimental. The one, I was gonna say I've only heard the one song by them, and it was like, oh wow, this sounds like Mumford and Sons. <laughs> Yeah, but, and Mumford but Sons changed change too. too. Yeah, yeah, and that's true. So I guess I should let me. I, I should clarify. I should make a better statement. Um, st- uh, stereotypical 
Ren Collective sounds like stereotypical Mumford and Sons. Like if I say, okay. hey, that sounds like Mumford and Sons, the first sound that comes to your mind. Well, that's what Ren Collective, yeah. one of their bigger hits, reminds me of. Anyway, and I just I have, digress. I just have like a, I feel like it's a gift to appreciate and really like every single genre. Yeah, and that's good, man. That's the way. Yeah, all of them, that's I believe. Life would be yeah. super, even screamo. <laughs> That one hurts my throat, man. That's that's like well, you I don't have to sing it; you just headbang. Well, no, dude, I, <laughs> it I hurts get, just like, listening. Sympathetic, yeah. I feel like a sympathetic uh, response to it. Like like a... My vocal cords start getting tired. I feel like I feel like I'm doing something wrong with my voice <laughs> by just listening to it. I don't know, man. It's crazy. I just that's feel funny. bad for the singer. I'm just like, oh gosh, dude, don't do that anymore. Yeah, but I, I went through a phase. Like I I liked it for a little bit back in the day when it kind of went from like that California pop poppy punk sound to more that. And so like, I tried to keep up and then like, it just wasn't for me. Like, it's just not, that's not my disposition. Like I like the kind of pop poppy punk kind of sound because it's fun. It's light. And sometimes it's really dumb. And it's like, that's like the exact like period I was when it came out, you know, like 16 year teenager, you know, so it, like it just fit perfectly for that time when it was like really popular. But then like, you know, screaming and emo and stuff like that's just not who I am as a person and never really have been like it's I don't really like listening to music that's super sad, super depressing songs about breakups. Like, I don't know. I think it's weird, like being happily married to like listen to a song where someone's like going through a breakup. Instead. It I is weird now. Like, when, yeah, yeah. When you don't relate to it, but. Yeah, um, I have to like think of like a past thing, or I have to like think of do I like the instruments or the melody? Sure, sure. To get and through I, the song, I, but yeah. then I wouldn't like necessarily choose it unless it's like a right. hidden message of like if it's nostalgic. Did you know this like, song? You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. But I don't know. I'm not great at like discovering new music per se. Like it's definitely easy to go. Uh, back to the old classics and uh or this is really embarrassing but sometimes like on reels or tiktoks like if there's a song that's really catchy from that i'll look it up on spotify just oh yeah it, like 50 times in a row yeah <laughs> and so like i'll like look it up but it's like it's never anything of substance it's never anything that's it you know like a lot of that music is like fun to listen to three or four times and i'm like okay i'm taking this off my liked playlist because this is yeah, I'm tired of it already. So de- depending on like what mood I'm in, that's or or what mood I need to be mm-hmm. in, that's when I like certain music. Because th- oh, there, there's a- there's a time that I like, I won't like any sort of slow song. And if you turn on the radio, it's like, why is this song slow? Why is this song slow? Why is this song slow? This song's sure. too much, you know. Or um, I just start feeling that, and then I'm like, when it's summer. I could drive with the windows down. Yeah, I like those kind of songs, like drive songs. I don't, I don't know what yep. you would really call them, but Jack Johnson has that feel a lot. Oh, and I really, I really like Jack Johnson. Um, I didn't, I didn't know who he was until Rose. Oh, really? Until, yeah. Until yeah. we started dating, she had like a CD, and we would listen to it. A compact disc. <laughs> a compact disc. I want to give you a recommendation, and this will be something you'd watch with your kids. Although, honestly, Lyric might be a little old for it, but I bet Theo, it'd be up his alley. One of the Curious George movies 
Okay, uh, I've they, seen them. They used to all be on Netflix. One of them. Oh yeah, and Jack, Jack Johnson did the music. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Jack Johnson does the music on the soundtrack, and it's, and it's good. really catchy. Yeah. It is. It's really catchy. Yeah, because when our boys went through a Curious George phase a couple of years ago, we would watch those movies all the time, and I would just like, man, you know, you just start to learn the songs and you hear them all the time, and we'd play them in the car and stuff. But uh, yeah, Jack Johnson, that's a that's a good soundtrack. And he's actually got some new stuff too. Really? I haven't listened to it. I, I previewed one of them. Rose is like, what is this? And I'm like, guess who this is? <laughs> nice. Yeah, I feel so. like he came out back in back in high school. And I can't remember what his like what was his first hit or Oh, I don't know. Um, I can't think now. I really like but this yeah. shot reverse shot one. Okay. Shot reverse shot. As I as I started growing in uh the film world i started realizing more and more what the song really was talking mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. i mean i don't totally understand like the subliminal part of it or the uh, metaphorical part yeah but like when he says shot reverse shot like i know what that is yeah that's speaking that's right up your alley <laughs> and then the, he's like um talking about framing he's like um I think he says the rule of thirds or something. Oh, no. Or, at, yeah. He, he starts like saying certain things. That's like camera. Like a little, camera savvy little inside people. baseball. Yeah. That's cool. It's like, dude, this is awesome. So that was I like the first song vibe. I really he's liked. Just, he's real chill. Like surfer music or something. Like yeah. you're real chill. Like, yeah. That's it. I can dig it. So I think of like getting a Mountain Dew energy, um, window down, driving, listening to his songs. It, there you it, go. it sounds like freedom, you know? I like it. Yeah, man. I like that a lot. I uh, <laughs> I hear you. I, I, and I go, I go through phases, you know, like there's phases where I like more like rock kind of stuff. And man, right. I like it. if I get into like a rap or hip hop mood, like I'll, I'll stay in that for a while. I go through country phases where I just really am down. I mean, I grew up on country music. That's what my parents always played in the car. So I go through phases where I really enjoy country music. It's, uh, you know, and, and that's one of them that like ages really well. Like the older you get, I mean, songs about like family and faith and, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, but I never grew up on a farm or anything, but <laughs> I mean, dude, like seriously, growing up in Missouri and literally the middle of the country and the heartland, the Midwest, whatever you want to call us, like if you didn't grow up that way, you know somebody who did, you know, or you're not yeah. too far removed from that rural existence, you know, like we've all been to a bonfire, we've all, you know, been yeah. on a hayride or have access. We all had a white a t-shirt. Farm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Full of barbecue stains. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's all, it's, it's all relatable. So I think the older I get, the more, I think too, man, I think that's probably hitting, hitting a nail on the head is like the context of the music, you know, like right. uh, songs that kind of match where you are in life um, probably play a huge part on it. You know, like when you're a young rebellious teenager, then man, listen to that music about, you know, fighting the power and, you know, the man's going down and you can't tell me what to do makes a lot more sense than when you're, in your late thirties, yeah. <laughs> you know, do you, do you ever hear people say all country music's the same? Oh yeah, definitely. What do you think about that? Uh, well, <laughs> in some ways it's, it's, 
it's not that far off. But I would, but also, if you're gonna say that, you also equally have to say that all rap music's the same, and you know, most rock music's the same. I mean, because the reason, okay, so all country music's the same is a stereotype, right? But mm-hmm. the things that make stereotypes stereotypes is the fact that there are a lot of common themes. You know, a lot of times there's there's truth in stereotypes doesn't mean that they're right or that they're okay but they don't become a stereotype if there's not some universal truth right so yeah and and a stereotype is really just a pattern isn't it basically yeah and but i think the negative connotation of a stereotype is when it's used in a hurtful way sure like we're making a joke about a person, a people yeah. group, a style of music, uh, anything. Which, which, how you do it is is wrong. Like, no one should shame anybody. However, mm-hmm. on the other side, too, like, you shouldn't be ashamed and offended mm-hmm. by, sure. like, something that you're proud to be. So, I don't know. Yeah. Like, or, like, if it's not, like, a wrong or bad thing, but it's, like, a stereotype. Yeah but it's like you can kind of just own it kind of deal. Is that what you're kind of like? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's always the best thing. Like if somebody's like making fun of you about something, the best start laughing is and always, yep, <laughs> is always to own it. That always diffuses it. You or can, like yeah. self deprecation, the best way to get out of it. And it's yeah. always more fun, you know, like, and then you start feeling bad for them. Cause it's like, well, why, why are you spending so much time about me and you're saying that sure. i'm like a lowly person so why are you spending your time thinking about me yeah there you go well, and luckily, <laughs> so now i feel like, sorry there's something going on in your home <laughs> that's making well, you do this or and that's true too that's like luckily it's like man i don't most of <laughs> most of the people that give me the the most grief are my closest friends so it's always like kind of funny too you know it's like that good-natured guys you know giving each other yeah. crap kind of deal yeah so that's like it's always like oh yeah that so, depends so, if it's like done in sarcasm or if they're like which actually yeah. trying to be a, a bully figure or something <laughs> and if that's the case i mean i haven't experienced that in a very long time but uh it's nice to just it's it's always smart just to roll with the punches give it back be self-deprecating that's always more fun but uh okay so yeah. i agree with the genre thing that's like that's oh, the point. Yeah. Is all country music the same? Yeah, you, that's. I mean, that's a whole genre. Like, that's the. It's supposed to sound the same because that's what mm-hmm. a genre kind of is. Right. So, so then it's like all genres sound the same. Like, yeah, and if you're but, different, it's because you're blending things. So you're like, right, yes, you know, yeah, you're experimenting. Like country, like a lot of modern country, is taking a lot of cues from like rap and hip hop. And uh, and obviously, like a lot of country music fans, don't love that, but it has a lot more crossover appeal. Yeah. Um, and so you know, it's like it just is what it is. But like, yeah, country music, the themes are the same. You know, faith, family, small towns, pickup trucks, dirt roads. Um, you know, love, loss, tractors, um, tractor. Sure, I mean, sexy. Honestly, <laughs> But like she could, thinks, could... no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you know one country song. <laughs> <laughs> <That's hilarious. laughs> 
<laughs> I'm like but, acting like I know all this stuff, but I only know right, one song. Just like I've heard one country song, um, <laughs> we, we and that's the only part AI. I know. <laughs> right, we taught this AI one country song, and we. <laughs> dude okay so an interesting okay i have to segue this with an ai thing something i learned is that a lot of apparently a lot of ai when it goes out and takes from whoops i don't know if they heard that but i just bumped the mic um a lot of ai if it goes like wide and it has no guidance of like where to get its resourcing from Mm -hmm. it's gonna start making connections to hitler all the time what? Because there's so much written stuff in history about Hitler that it's going to oh, know wow. the most about that and think that it's like so relative. <laughs> oh my gosh. But then, I mean, they learn from that and then they, they learn the people that code it and know how to fix that. But <laughs> there's like, a lot of, no, no. Stop. Yeah. There, yeah. There's a YouTube channel I follow called corridor and they talk about that all the time. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Like most so, like so can... most like most AI ends up becoming like bullies and stuff because oh, wow. they they end up becoming like the bad guy. <laughs> well, that's hey, let's go let's go back to Batman for a second. You either die the hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Dude, I love that quote. There you go. I've said quote. that for a lot of people that were like bosses or um People that just grew too old in office or like um, anywhere. It's like um, if you're at a church, if you're at a nonprofit, if you're at a business, if you've been there like so long and you're holding the seat and you're not like developing someone else to take that seat, you know, then it's like, dude, you got to die a hero Mm -hmm. or you live long enough and you see yourself become the villain. And I've seen that become true. In some sure. areas. So I I actually really love that quote. It is good. It, 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 and obviously like what you're saying too, the implication is is like in, in every one of those scenarios, it's like somebody that gets to a certain position and stops growing or is, yeah, yeah like basically, you know, gets stagnant and yeah. just comfortable with, oh, I wanted to attain this level of leadership. This is all I ever wanted. Um, I'm my learning's complete. Well, then of course you're going to fight yep. to hold on to that. And once you nasty. once you think you've made it, and once you think mm-hmm. that your learning is complete, you are complete. You're done. Yeah. For real. <laughs> it's hey. kind of sad, dude. Yeah, it is. <laughs> dude, but I that's what that's why the dark knight was trying to. Well, right. That's why you. I want to get your point on or your opinion on something. Because and honestly, it'd probably make a really good episode, but whatever. We we've been talking about AI, so switching okay. gears back. Uh, <laughs> did you hear about? The, yeah, thank you. Did you hear about that guy that worked at Google that was having the conversations with one of the AI that they've been developing, and he was like convinced that the AI um, is like sentient, like it it knows like what it is. And like through the conversations he was having with it and he like left the program. And I, I heard he was like just on Joe Rogan like this last week. So oh. I don't, I don't know his name and all that stuff. I'm not super prepared, but I was just, have you heard about this? No, I don't know anything about it except for what you okay. just told me. <laughs> well, let's table it and let's like, 
man, we should talk about it like next week when we both know a little bit more about it. Like, okay. But it's, it's super interesting. It's super fascinating. Just to me, this idea, and I'm not, dude, I'm not super well-versed or super knowledgeable, but like, so, but I do love movies. I am a film guy. Right. I know you are too. Yep. We have the, we have the blue book. We have the playbook for this and how this goes wrong in a lot of ways. But like, man, look at Terminator. The idea of building these computers that are so flipping smart that they become aware and they turn on us. Yeah. Like, why would we, and this movie came out like, we just need to keep them fragile. Just don't give them bulletproof armor. (laughs) Well, right. I mean, there's gotta be like, at some point it's like, Oh, that's just a movie. But at some point it's like, Hey, this could happen. Why would we mess around with that? What, what is the advantage? Like, I get it. Believe me, AI, I know like in your film world and stuff, like AI can edit. Um, AI gives us our time back. Right. Um, it, it saves money when AI can complete a task. You just have to pay somebody to do. Yeah. Which, Hey, that could be an argument right there, but like, Holy smokes, man. man. We could go real deep into this. I really do. Why would we want that? Well, we're always pushing. We're always pushing. Which is good too, which I guess kind of goes into the whole thing of like, we should never be stagnant. And what if if you could, mm. it's the, what if, on both sides so it's like what if we could get to a point where we create this ai that's like really good but it's never going to actually be harmful because Mm -hmm. you know i don't know maybe you have some protocols ready but dude the thing you're telling me about that like all ai just like naturally goes to hitler you know and all that stuff it's kind of like well that was the that was the like they they coded that ai wrong that ai oh okay (laughs) so i mean it's still like like, that was testing and they caught it at least um so i mean i think it would be like premature stuff or if someone hacks and makes a virus from an ai which Mm, is um that's that's terminator isn't it that's skynet skynet yeah so but but my thing is you just you should never have a monopoly over you know uh an ai well so then it's like it should be a rival yeah i think they did have one in terminator but then it was destroyed and then it like wrote itself out of it or something sure i mean and but it's just like i don't know i think the thing with ai like becoming self-aware and stuff we you know our our grid in general like if it could just take over everything and shut off our grid and not turn it back on and like basically the idea of like you know as humans we should always have the ultimate power over it but like if the machine is like no i'm not going to do that anymore like oh dang what do we you know like it oh i just thought something all of our stuff anyway yeah what's up oh man what if I told you you could have a robot in your house right now? Mm-hmm. How would you react? I guess like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, um, I, I, I was waiting for. Okay, so like, uh, I would not want that. I'm not. I'm not. So that. like, would you have a robot that helps you around the house? Like clean and stuff. Yeah, I mean that'd be kind of cool, wouldn't it, it? If it could really like do it, like yeah, like legit. I mean, sure. Yeah, I probably would. 
And we could just give them all short batteries or something. <laughs> yeah, for real. That'd have to be the fail safe. You'd have to. I don't know. Just man. don't make them bulletproof and then don't give them like crazy long <laughs> rejuvenation. Don't let them write another AI. Cause they, right. they are experimenting with some of that I've heard. So like that just seems so when AI can write more AI and then that AI learns to write another AI and it just all AI is trying to do is become what we are. Right. Essentially, because it's like trying to aid in humanity. Right. So then eventually just be be humanity. (laughs) You, You should seriously like look up that story. Like I read some of like the text like the chat log from the programmer to the AI. So if I do Google AI, would it come up? Yeah. Yeah. Probably like um, something about like, you know, Google AI that I don't know, like knows too much or, or Google AI self-aware. I bet that'll pull it up. That's how I Google it. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's fascinating. Like, you know, this, this AI is like talking to this dude very human-esque and it's like trying to explain to the programmer like how it's self-aware and how it doesn't process its feelings exactly it freaked the dude out it freaked this programmer out and I, I don't remember if he either quit or ended up getting fired and then yeah somebody was saying that this dude was on joe rogan so i need to look that up too i bet that's a really insane listen um what do you think it would be crazy if there was someone who's like famous that is AI only, and we had no idea. Ooh, that would be, dude, that would be nuts. That would be, you know, who fun, like, honestly, like, what just if, based on the few interactions, I could see like Mark Zuckerberg because he, yeah, what if he off, actually like, is? He comes off like kind of robotic or, yeah, you know, like a lot of people joke he's like one of the lizard people or something. Like, he definitely has <laughs> that kind of, that kind of air about him. He's kind of, just i don't know he could actually be like that but i i mean if there was someone it probably would be him if we're getting on conspiracy world (laughs) yeah man it's interesting dude i we've kind of touched on conspiracies before i think that'd be a good episode like uh what's a conspiracy that you could like see being real or whatever let's save it though because i think we need to wrap up here soon Yep, I'm, I'm writing that one but down, actually. That'd be a good one, like a conspiracy that you could see. And yeah, we should we should definitely look into the AI stuff. I think I think AI, there's more to it. But let's do let's have the AI talk. I think Brandon would be an awesome guest for that. Okay. So let's we need, get him on next week. It's made or so, at some point. We gotta see if he'll he'll be able to join. Um, yeah. And if not, we'll just continue with the AI talk, I think, since we're talking about it now. I'm, you know, I think it's it's fascinating, and I want to I want to look into it a little bit more. So, you know, go in a little bit deeper. Okay, and we'll try in person if we can, and then yeah. Um, I got just a couple questions, but it's not like yeah, deep, it, deep thought ones. It's um another experiment type thing, and yeah, that would be, what if we like go around, and we're curious, um, almost like a dirty jobs. But we're like, I don't know, just try things. Oh, yeah, okay. Like, what if we, and it could be like YouTube stuff or like, or we could like reference back to it on the podcast 
Like we went out and we tried this. Yeah. Um, we haven't even heard of it. We didn't even know it was a thing, you know. Um, I, I don't know. I thought that would be fun. It could be entertaining YouTube material too. Yeah, like to add a visual component. Yeah. Like totally. Yeah. If we have time to do any of that. Um I, I just thought that would be fun. That's cool. If we make time. I love it. Uh and then Dude, I've got a good one. So I I like to be adventurous in eating, like trying weird stuff. Do you like to do that? Oh, okay. Yeah. We should go downtown. There's this place in downtown Kansas City. I don't know where it is, but I could find it where they take all of the Kansas city police department, like rookies. And it's not like hazing, but it's like an initiation. And there's this sandwich that they make them eat at least take a bite of. And it's like, I think it's called like a pig snoot sandwich. It's like the pigs, like nostrils or whatever. And they fill it with like this, like sauce. And it's so funny when they bite into it, like the sauce comes out of its nostrils. Oh my goodness. Okay. I, I take back what I said. Let's you not, do that? <laughs> dude. I would a hundred percent try it. I would uh, take a bite when I'm it's on saying, video. Committing... When it's on video, yeah. I'll try it. I feel like it's a waste if we don't record it. Right. I know it's still well, an experience, but it's like, dude. So you're the kind of guy that, like, in a million years, like, you would never want to do it. But like, yeah. if you knew you were filming it and you knew it would make for good content, you would like push yourself to that limit. Absolutely. I'm the same way, dude. Yeah, I can trick myself, <laughs> and then apparently, like when I trick myself into thinking I like uh, spicy food, I guess yeah, oh I actually gosh, handled yes. it. <laughs> yes. Oh man, <laughs> dear listeners, our fan- we had a fantasy football team a couple of years ago, a fantasy football league, I should say, and one of our challenges to determine our draft order was basically a take off the hit YouTube show hot ones where the wings get increasingly spicy and uh, Holy smokes, man, you made it. You won. I went in. uh, I was like, I'm going to pretend that I can handle spiciness and I'm going to have a poker face the whole time. Like, Oh yeah, whatever. And um, I ended up winning. You didn't even like make it look challenging at all. And like you got to the hottest sauce, and there was still a tie between you and, well, ironically enough, from the start of our episode, Kyle S. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, there was a tie between you guys. And literally, like, legit, there had to be a mixture of the hottest sauces plus, I think it was sauce number five that was just disgusting. Like, it wasn't <laughs> it even that like it was feet. hot. It was just gross. Yeah, it tasted like feet. It was, like, it was disgusting. So it was, like, basically – it just got to a point where I think he just said like, all right, like I just don't, I legit don't want to taste this anymore. <laughs> you guys both, but like, yeah, you had like the best poker face with spicy food. So yeah, that had to be like a mental place you went to or something. Well, like where you just like I, said, I refuse. Fascinates. To- I still don't know why. Like I, I really felt like an imposter. <laughs> <laughs> you, you hear the Among That's Us cool, music. <laughs> imposter. imposter among us. yeah but no like that was that was really cool and it's almost like kind of like that idea of like you know the, it, or going back to like magicians and stuff especially like david blaine who does all oh, really fun, like, man. like challenges like it's a hundred percent mental like every human in theory should have the ability to do these things it's tapping into your brain and like allowing yourself to that's the that. starting point. Sometimes that's the yeah. finishing point. But there is like 
you know, things it can do to your body, uh, you know, at certain levels. So, but you can train your body. So, but like you did, if I remember rightly, you didn't even really have like many physical ramifications from that either. I did not. I had, I had worse ramifications from like a Taco Bell burrito I had. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so nuts though. I don't understand it. But I did just come back from Africa, and so this was a little theory, mm-hmm. and I got used to some spicy food there. Sure. So sure. I don't know if like yeah. I just gradually got used to it and had a different threshold. A hundred percent. I mean, but, like, yeah, like somebody who like never eats spicy food, and then going into a challenge like that versus somebody who has a pretty good palate for it, you know, or like you know someone who is always pushing those limits would like it totally that totally makes sense i'm sure that had something to do with it but still you like nailed that a technique i did i remember is like eat it fast oh sure like the longer the longer you keep that in your mouth right it's gonna get even worse it's gonna affect your sinuses it's gonna make your eyes water and then you try not to get your lips on it you know and Mm mm-hmm um, definitely definitely don't touch your eye hey one time i i like had a one drop in college of like i don't know what it was is it a peruvian peruvian pepper or something like it was oh, whatever maybe. the or maybe it's like the reaper or whatever carolina it's like, reaper is yeah. the, one of the big ones yeah it was like the spiciest you can get that's legal that's probably a carolina reaper yeah okay so i took one drop of that on my finger mm. and then licked it and then i was like running up and down the halls in the dorm and i was like ah this is really spicy and it was like a couple hours later i went to the bathroom in the urinal and forgot about it mm-hmm. oh yeah oh and it is it was still there <gasps> yeah <laughs> that <would suck. laughs> oh my gosh but i survived <laughs> yikes yeah you didn't forget that one i think i think it'd be really fun to uh get get a group of guys together and do those uh one chip challenges have you ever seen those yeah i saw one guy went to the hospital for it though and i don't know if that's oh. he had conditions yeah. or if that was like yeah fake, that probably or if that uh, i don't know they I, would, have, like, I would be curious on them and stuff. i'd be curious they, about uh, it our local gas station um casey's we should do that on casey's. the podcast that we <laughs> we definitely need the visual element for that yeah sure yeah we can be be recording by then but yeah they sell them at casey's it's like nine dollars or something for one moly but obviously it's like packed to the gills with crazy but uh yeah we do our own version of little hot ones or something those things are fun dude wrapping that up nicely too david blaine was on the the newest episode that i saw and it was actually a really good episode because he's good with endurance and mental of the hot ones uh huh. David Blaine was on there. Dude, why really is he going? Does he have something coming out? Or because he mm-hmm. was on Jimmy Fallon as well, and I saw those TikToks, and okay. he was on like Jimmy Kimmel, I think. Yes, and then... I, he might have a show on Disney Plus where he travels and does stuff. I feel like he said it was Disney Plus. So maybe he's like promoting it. Yeah, yeah. He seems like a cool guy. Dude, he is. Some of the tricks, it's like, dude, I don't trust you. But I do know that you're gonna make some weird trick out well, of he's this. Wild because I mean he does do tricks, but like I feel like his bread and butter compared to like these other people is like these physical 
tests of, of yeah it's like physical yeah so it's not even so much like an illusion but he's just like holding his breath for a long time or well he put jimmy and... jimmy fallon's hand on a needle and he was like freaking out because he's gonna like stab him but it didn't that's weird so it's weird and then but he did do a trick that was really cool and like the whole audience had the card like the whole that's audience cool. had the same card as <laughs> dude I'm going to throw this out here and I'm not trying to get too woo woo on you, but have you ever thought, have you ever thought or wondered if like magicians really did have powers, but, but it was like demon controlled. Yeah. I've thought that. Yeah. Isn't that kind of weird? But it's not, I don't know. Usually I use it as a cop out of like, that's so unexplainable because i don't understand it yeah i promise dear listeners i promise i'm not a weirdo (laughs) i'm not like a woo-woo like this is not going to turn into like some awkward christian channel where it's like satan's in the bushes over there like (laughs) no like i've i've wondered that you know like signs and wonders and stuff he could be but like signs and wonders and like you know just kind of like weird stuff like if you ever you know read into that um but it but also like it's always interesting when they're quick to be like, oh, no, here's how I did it, and you yeah. can do it too. Like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't believe there's ghosts, but I believe there is supernatural. So Yeah, I'm that way too. I'm honestly pretty skeptical about a lot of that stuff. Um, but yeah, like, but I know I definitely believe in like, yeah. And also, we humans like entertainment and we'll lie for it. And That's so. true too. Isn't that weird? It's hard to trust and know. The simplest answer, especially on like these filmed magician things, the simplest answer is probably like camera tricks, extras. Yep. CGI. CGI. (laughs) But like, it's, we, like, I, dude, I love suspending disbelief and I will do it in a heartbeat. Like I, for entertainment and stuff and to go along with it, like, yeah, like I'll go with you on this ride. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, so I, I, I just, I think naturally, like I love to give people the benefit of the doubt. Hey dude. These are a couple things that are already with that idea that we started here, which is like to try things. So it could be like our try things segment. That would be a fun word to try. Just call it try things. And we'll, we'll, we'll try the chip. We'll try (laughs) that pig snout thing or whatever. Yes. Uh, yes. We'll try, we'll try something about like a haunted house. Would you do that? I you would, just said I would go. Just, yes, okay. I would. Yep. But if that dude, I, I have to tell you, I am the jumpiest person. <laughs> I get freaked out so quickly. Like I like watching a horror movie, like at home, I'm hitting I'm on that mute button yeah. because of the sounds. If I'm at a movie theater, I'm covering my eyes, I'm yeah. covering my ears. The only thing I, I, I like wonder wolf. dude, I wonder about um how crazy people are. So it's like they could say it's a known scary area and uh-huh. you could talk to some guys and you're like, this owner isn't that smart. And, you know, uh, there's no way that he's like rigging this, but like there could be someone behind it. And and like. Or like they could just claim that, but then actually mess with us. Right. Yes. Yeah. So like or or, you know, like the they hired somebody to work it and that person like kind of goes into their own. Yeah. Yeah. No, for real, dude. Or like if somebody's like a guest there and they just like get in and they. Yeah, dude, all that all that stuff uh, goes through my mind for sure. 
But uh, hey, here's a more lighthearted one. Have you ever ridden the ripcord at Worlds of Fun? No. I haven't either. Would you try that? Yeah. I keep saying I want to do it before I turn 40. I usually uh, I usually ooh. use the money as an excuse because sure. it's the one ride that you got to pay extra for and it's like 20, 30 or 40 dollars just to do it. It's 35 for one or 50 for two. Okay, yeah, see? So but I would cover it, but here's the thing. We'd have to wear, like, GoPros. We'd have to get, like, really okay. good footage. We'd have to figure that part of it out. But anyway, I was just curious about that, too. I would do I think it. I'm a, yeah, I told my buddy Brian that I would uh, ride it because he's never ridden it either. We'd I don't know it, that it would be comfortable. <laughs> it'd be so freaky, dude. I know. I'm I'm going to face my fear. I I'm, I... I I've got three more years to do it. I've told myself before I'm 40. My plan is to well, do it with Brian you. to do it next year, um, next season. But yeah, I think that'd be really fun. To Does film it three it. people? <laughs> no, two. Okay. But, uh, well, if you do it with I him, do... I would go and I would like get my long lens and record it. Okay. <laughs> is that your out? <laughs> no, like, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just saying I could, I could still be there no matter what. <laughs> hey, I could do two in a row, man. I could do two. Or that. It's all good. I, uh, do no, slow-mo. I oh, gosh. What if you tra- actually trap the face and it's like, oh. Dude, I've got, I do have a funny story. Will the wind blow? <laughs> I've got a, a, a actually really funny story. So back in the day, um, I feel like, I, I don't know if I'm remembering this correctly or not, but one of my, one of my best friends, James, and I went to Worlds of Fun and he rode the ripcord. This is the and James was, I know? this is okay and uh it's either it was either back then they would film you and you could like buy the videotape of your ride it was either that or he brought in his camcorder and we filmed him i don't remember what it was but it's one of those two scenarios i feel like the park like filmed it and this how old this was like they gave you a vhs right and so (laughs) Um, this had to be like, I don't know, like Oh one Oh two, probably if I had to guess. So he rides it and it's so funny. Cause like he could never play his tape cause he was so scared. He was cussing so much like, Oh man. It was, yeah, it was really funny. And so like, I just remember on that taping, like James, are you doing okay? And he's like, ah, and he just, you know, said a few words that <laughs> weren't fit for air, but it was just really, it's really funny looking back. Like that was his reaction. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you have this, you have this momentum, but you really can't play it for anything. Cause it's, <laughs> I could, I could do like a challenge. I believe I like, I think it's in me that if someone challenged me, not like I'm not allowed to scream. Oh, I could yeah. do it. I think. Ooh, man. Could you? Like, do you think? No. No, you have to? Probably not. Or, like, what if you're, like, acting, like, okay. What if it's an acting gig and, like, you're you're actually on a ripcord, though, but you got to, like, act like you're the cool kid and act a certain way? I don't know, man. Because, like, for the first time, I I don't think I could. But, like, it's, like, on roller coasters, like... This year we got passes, so I've I've ridden all the coasters several times uh, this summer. So like by now, it's like I could probably not scream or anything, or like I could probably be pretty sober faced on them because I'm just used to them and kind of know the layouts really well just from going frequently. But man, on something I've never done before, like the surprise of it, ooh, I don't know, dude. I don't yeah, I I'd, I'd probably be like all big talk like I am right now, and then and then I would uh. 
lay down and they would they'd say go and i'd be like oh, <laughs> that'd probably be my first sound <laughs> yeah. yeah no joke yeah because i mean listen if you don't know what we're talking about this ride is basically you uh you you lay on your stomach you're side by side they pull you up by your feet um up in the air oh kind i of forgot that's angle. how they do it and then yeah and then they give you a cord that you pull and so you pull the cord and then basically you free fall down until the slack of the cord catches you and then you swing back and forth but it's kind of like you're flying you're like laying on your stomach you know i'm glad you reset it because for some reason i was thinking of like a slingshot like you're you're kind of down and then they release it and you fly up no i forgot they this is way easier dude they're stand i don't know man because i think the worst part from from my perspective just having watched people do it is that free fall because you literally look like you would feel like you'd, you're going head first towards the earth until the last second that cord catches you and then yeah. you swing. I think the swinging part would probably be a lot of fun. I've ridden some pretty steep roller coasters. I know it's still different, but like oh. you have that like free fall moment for a second. Right. But or like the like, detonator. Do you know that dangling one? There. Oh, yeah. 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 So when you come out of your seat. Everyone yeah. that doesn't know, it's like the one that just goes, it charges and then goes shoots up i was moving my arms up by the way Um, (laughs) it goes straight up that's it and then it like goes down and up and down and it comes back down and it was actually like one of those was on the news because someone never buckled and they released the ride very tragic Uh, holy moly awful was that worlds of fun or was that somewhere else no that was uh down in florida somewhere but it's that ride summer yeah so But on that ride, what I would do is like, of course, being buckled, I would like put my feet out and my hands out and you can't hang on. And so like at the top, you're like, you're flying out of your seat, but you know, shoulders stop you. So dude, that's, that's nuts. I, I'm not there yet. That would freak me out. I think I got a little bit of a thrill junkie in me. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's, that's the, yeah. I think the ripcord would probably be. I would love to do it yeah the more i'm well, thinking about it i'm getting pumped and i need to get sleepy right now because it's bedtime for me <laughs> at the time of recording but yeah I, I love the challenge idea so yeah well um i just want to reiterate to all of our listeners um we are now live on facebook so find us and like the page and uh, send a video to, to us comment yeah send, yeah, a, send a message um a recording um yeah a text um could you write on walls I think so. It's weird because, like, what I don't like about managing it is like, it doesn't. It doesn't look like your own Facebook profile. There's all these like features and things, and it's like it. It's not as intuitive, but it's not bad. Um, but yeah, like right now, I think I've just filled out like our about us section and things like that. So I don't think there's. Um, I haven't posted anything on there yet, but yeah, we can start linking the episodes on there. Um, Twitter's still going if you're more of a Twitter person and um, don't forget we have a Gmail you can just message us directly and uh, you know show ideas anything you want to hear if you ever wanted to be a guest tell us about yourself and uh, um, what you might like to talk about and uh, yeah I think we could really just really kickstart the interactive piece you know you've heard us we'd love to hear you and uh, build this community out buy a shirt or a hat on JT Visuals dot com there's no i there's no you there is a you yeah there is no you there's a you 
but there's no eye because there's more that meets the eye. There's more than meets the eye because you are the eye. No, or we are the eye or what's missing. What's missing here. It's an eye. It's an eye. Yeah. There's no eye in visual. That's what we are. Sorry. There's no eye in JT visual. Help us complete. (laughs) Help us complete the word by giving the letter I. Putting you I into it. It's hard to say because it's you. Yeah. It is weird. Yeah, you be the I. No, not the you, the I. Because <laughs> you're the... Yeah, this, <laughs> this is universal. Uh, we need to be done. <laughs> oh. Dude, that's awesome. Well, oh, man, I'm looking week. at my notes and now I'm like, oh, there's so much more. But we got to go and... Let's save it. Let's um, save it. Yeah. We, we got... We're we'll talking about AI and if Brandon could do sometime later this week, let's just record another one later this week. That'd be fun. Oh, that's true. You know, talk about AI. We could log some in the bank and get out ahead of it. Have a week where we release two episodes. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Why let not? me know what he says. That'd be fun. I'm going to do some homework on AI because that sounds super fast. Okay. And then also write down, you should do corridor uh, crew. Look it up on YouTube. They have like, they have some of this, some thoughts about some of this AI. They also have some, they have thoughts of like debunking those like seemingly realistic alien or ghost videos. They debunk some of that because they're CGI. Um, That's what they do. Cool. So they can, they can tell you about video and they're like a camera wouldn't normally react like this. And we've seen this before. This is a technique for stunts and, and and they'll just give you their perspective and usually they're all debunked. So. I am super, and honestly, spoiler alert for that episode, I am super skeptical of all that stuff anyway. <laughs> Those like ghost shows and aliens and all that stuff. Yeah, so yeah. We, that's why we got to do it. So we can yes. let everyone know. There's nothing to, nothing to fear except yep. the fear of fearing. Oh, yeah. The fear of fearing. It's real, though. People get get crazy about that. Anyway, we're going to have a whole other episode if we don't sign off. So for another week, Hey, Drew, Thanks real quick. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> to the Curiosities <laughs> podcast. I'm cutting you off. No. <laughs> Have a great week, guys. All right, guys. See you. See you.